Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Lisa McDonald. She's an executive career coach and mastermind coach who helps people get career happy and life healthy. I've coached MJ Tolan. He's a speaker, author, entrepreneur. He has 35 years of experience. He's lived in 12 countries and he is the host of the podcast, Mission I'm Possible. I've been a guest on that podcast and it is fun. I have Kevin Wash. He is a coach, mentor, author, trainer, and speaker running a consultancy business specializing in sales for international property development. He is based in Spain. The question I have for you today, do you think having five and 10-year goals or even longer is useful or a waste of time and why? Coach, go first. Well, absolutely. Planning ahead is useful and having long-term goals, five years, 10 years and beyond. If you're doing a startup today, it might be kind of difficult for you to think out of the box and kind of go, where are we going to be? Because you're in survival mode. Mm. And having done a number of startups myself, uh, you never really know when you're going to get enough air to get your head out of the water and actually look around and see what else is out there. Mm. So I get that, that some people might say that maybe it's not that useful. Believe me, it is. It's an entertaining way to challenge your imagination to see the success that you never even dreamed of and just look at yourself five years from now, 10 years from now. Um, I've had a situation where, you know, three or four of the early startups I did didn't quite make it. And that's not a, an unusual phenomena. You just keep out there, you keep trying. And then I remember one day our financial advisor told my wife and I, from now on, don't travel on the same plane. And that's when I knew we had to plan ahead. So having the opportunity to look at your business, whether you're going to do an exit from it, whether you're going to be involved in, in some kind of succession planning, whether you're going to appoint and nominate other members of your board or maybe even your family, those are healthy, proactive, and responsible um, things for you to consider. And I highly recommend anyone to plan ahead. Absolutely. As a master mindset coach, this is actually a program that I, I guide and break up with your goals and get what you want. Because a lot, <laughs> often I think there's so much baggage around goal setting. It's a have to, want to, should, those type of things. So the way that I approach it and, and the way that I see that's most, most helpful for people to approach it, it's really the relationship between you and your goal. And the most important aspect of any relationship is a communication. So how do you approach your goal? Is it a have to or a want to? It also depends on the person where you are in your stage of life. So mm. for example, my son was never a planner. Now he has his own son. He's a planner. Mm. For me at my stage in life, my long-term goal, because I have the financial security and those type of things. I still want to be hiking, you know, the Smoky Mountains and Yellowstone in 10 years. Mm. So I think it's that relationship of how important the goal is, what the goal is and your personality. I think if I take the personal side of it, I think uh, planning or goal setting is a really good thing, provided you have a couple of parameters in there. Firstly, you need to be realistic and there needs to be a mm. time frame to it. The person that wakes up today says, I want to run the marathon. That's fine. That's completely achievable, but he's not going to run the marathon or she's not going to run the marathon tomorrow. So they need to plan and then take action towards it. I've, I find there's three types of approaches towards goals and plans. You have the eternal optimist 
who lives in a cloud of dreams and believes everything good's going to happen. So they don't actually try to make anything happen. At the other end of the scale, you have the eternal pessimist who believes nothing's ever going to happen. So they equally don't try to make anything happen. And then sitting in the middle is the realist who appreciates, yeah, you can do things, but you need to work to get there. And you can make things happen. You know, dream big. Why not? Why shouldn't you dream for the biggest thing on the proviso that you understand, you know, Goals give you purpose. Purpose needs intent. Intent needs action. Provided you're prepared to put the action in, then do what you like, achieve what you like. I love that you brought up the marathon because as an athlete, I definitely had very concrete goals. This is what we're going to do. This is how you deconstruct the problem. This is how you get there. And I do do that with clients with the whole, like, where are you trying to get in my life? I'm much more nebulous maybe about, I know I want to achieve a certain amount of success. I know I want to live comfortable like you, Lisa, I want to be able to hike and be in good health, but I don't set goals. Like this is where I'm going. And that is it. I'm more like, I want to go to this space and any path that gets me there, I'm happy to take. So I don't deconstruct my life in the same way that I would a goal. I think that's, that's a great point is that you're going to have different goals for different aspects of your life a career goal, a personal goal. So that's a great point to bring up is you're going to have different strategies and mindsets for different phases of your life and pieces of your life. If it's a business thing, the imaginary aspect of, wow, what if, where are we going to be in five years time? What if this thing really works? And what if, and can we see that we'd have more than one or two or three offices, or could we scale and blah, blah. These are tools to help anyone see bigger and think and think out of their own self-imposed limitations. Be careful because if you let this be all consuming and you're not creating smart goals, number one, number two, if you're not being holistic and having a work-life balance. So you've got family, you've got spiritual, you've got your own personal development. You've got all these other things, which are vitally important because Absolutely. don't get me started on how many people go emotionally bankrupt by trying to have their business yeah. be the all in of everything included. I think one of the key things, especially from a business perspective, is you need to be flexible. I was involved in a startup and we had great plans. You know, the owner was already seeing themselves on their boat, their billion dollar yachts and all these type of things. And they were very focused. The challenge was everybody was too focused so nobody would actually stop and look to see, well, this isn't working the way we thought it would. Everyone was so gold, 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 gold. Eventually, like so many startups, we ran out of money before we got the opportunity to turn it into what it could have been. And I just think sometimes if you stop and take a pause and take a look to see where you've come from and where are you today and where is that in alignment with where you were trying to get to, what do you need to adjust to get yourself back on track? You have to be flexible or you miss the whole reason of doing it. The achievement becomes the the obsession rather than the joy of yes, getting there and the right. journey and the learning. I think the other thing that we have to think about is that you're allowed to change your goal. You're allowed to have Absolutely. a goal and get yeah. partway to it and realize, you know what, wait a minute. I don't want to climb this ladder against this wall. This isn't where I want to go anymore. And you're allowed to change it. I think too many people I've seen it happen where they get so focused and they are driving, driving toward, and then they get there and they're like, wait, this isn't actually where I wanted to do. It's very true that there are so many times when you meet people that their goal was to, was to have that business with 250 employees and five offices in five different countries, and they get a long way towards it. And suddenly they realize they are incredibly unhappy. 
they were very very happy when they were working on their own with two other people in a small room dreaming of what they wanted to get because sometimes what you want isn't as good as you think it might be you have to be very mm-hmm. careful of that I can't tell you how many times I've asked a client, what does your most fulfilled life look like? Like just everything else ignored. What does your most fulfilled life look like? And when they describe it, they realize I'm not headed there. Lisa would probably be able to tell us best because she may have had a client three years ago that would give her totally different answers than what they give her today because their worldview changed, their health changed, their family situation changed, their marital status Absolutely. One of the things that we work on is clarifying the why. Why do you want this? Well, this is what I should be doing. It's a matter of what your parents have always kind of ingrained in you, what you should do or what society tells you or what have you, and really ripping it down to what do you want? And the most important statement that a client has to make to be able to set that goal and achieve it is, I want, not I have to or should, I want this because... I think that's an important thing is recognize where you are and keep asking yourself, why do I want this? I think the why is massive. And I honestly think if you ask a lot of people why, get the answer, then ask them once again, okay, so mm-hmm. why? They're struggling to give you a second. I want to make lots of money. Why? Um, um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yep. uh, I want a big house. Why? Mm-hmm. they're struggling to actually give you any kind of soulful spiritual reasons to what what they're going to do what's it going to mean to them personally when they hit that magic mark you need to lighten the mood sometimes and give yourself a gift i started a company many many years ago and i set the target and when i achieved the target my gift for myself was my first mont blanc pen i've now got a collection of mont blanc pens and each one of them when i look at it it reminds me of something that i achieved at different stages of my life but it still makes me feel good now That's awesome. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off there. So thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.